Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! It's time once again for another episode of Kids Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studio in Atlanta. And here's your host, Dirk Ebner. Good morning, everybody around the world. Whoever is listening in, I would love to welcome you here to Kids Business Radio. And we have an excellent lineup of guests here today. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time because we have a full house and I really want to go around and introduce everybody first and then we will jump right into the interviews. So get ready for an awesome Kids Business Radio here on Saturday. Absolutely. Rich Castle over here, producer, engineer, and uh, you do have a full house. We even have our media gallery in, uh, over here <laughs> yes, as well. we do. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, 10 seconds on Kids Business Radio, the idea and the concept and the, your mission here. Yes, what happened was that... How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love. We had a very successful Kids Business Expo this year here in Atlanta, and we were looking for some opportunities to promote the event throughout the show itself. So... Being a guest on uh, one of the radio shows here in uh, Metro Atlanta, at that time Business Radio X, um, Rich and I had a talk and we talked about the opportunities and Rich came up with Business Radio and uh, Kids Business Radio. Um, all right, I'll take credit for it. Yeah, no, it, was, <laughs> it, was just, it was a conversation during one of our shows and yeah. then fast forward, um, uh, we've been doing a number of these. And um, so let's kind of jump into the show. But again, uh, people listening around, you can uh, uh, follow on social media and we're live uh, streaming on the Internet as well. So let's kind of jump in and, and welcome uh, to our guest. Yes. Uh, our first guests here are Jerry Simmons um, and Joshua Ford. Uh, both of them are at the McEachern High School. Jerry is one of the leaders there as a student and Joshua has been on this radio show actually before. So good morning, Jerry. How are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you very much. And Joshua, welcome to the show again. We love to have you here. Thank it's great you, stuff. It's really good stuff. And then... So what will you all be uh, chatting about this morning? Uh, we're going to discuss our Chick-fil-A Leader Academy and um, some of the uh, community impact projects that we're working on. And um, I'm going to discuss the career fair and what Dirk and I have been collaborating on in preparation for that coming up here in March. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. And then uh, our next round of guests are uh, Cesar Restrepo. I hope yes, I said sir. that correctly, <laughs> said it right. with That's a nice. German-Hispanic <laughs> accent coming out here. You don't want me to say your ah, last name right. with my Colombian accent. Please you know? do. You have plenty of chances on that <laughs> one. And he is uh, one of the founders of Latino Entrepreneurs USA. It was an awesome organization. He and I have uh, met on numerous occasions now. And uh, you know, we uh, actually had uh, pizza Italian pizza, American <laughs> Italian pizza, and Marietta on the square. Like, yes, you know, Marietta so. Square. <laughs> International and radio. So, so, Cesar, what about you? What are you going to tell us today? Well, today we're going to talk about uh, some challenges that the Latino uh, community is facing in means of education, and especially with um, our <coughs> focus, which is uh, going to be uh, kids' uh, entrepreneurship. Perfect. Excellent. And then uh, we have Stephanie and Daniela here. And... Uh, 
you know, the German-Mexican-Colombian accent, <laughs> I don't want to do that, so I'll, I'll give you the honors for that. <laughs> Daniela Carvajalino, that's my last name. Perfect, <laughs> awesome. <easy. laughs> yeah, I'm the same, Stephanie Carvajalino. Well, welcome to the show, and what are you going to talk about today? We're going to talk about some really good stuff, entrepreneurship, the role of parents in entrepreneurship, and we're going to share our story. That's very good. I love that. And, you know, I think we jump right in here and, and start with the two of you because... I, I read your bio, and both, uh, actually all three of you, because you have a sister, Karen, right? Yes. And she is currently in Colombia, which is uh, you know, not around the corner, so we couldn't fly <laughs> her in. <laughs> but all three of you uh, decided um, to break sort of the pattern of the society that believes that um, entrepreneurship is not for kids, and um, that they are not prepared to start a business. And so that all of you started your first chocolate business with $15, which is amazing, uh, when you were six, seven, and eight years old. And you started careers now as speakers and trainers about 12 years ago, is that correct? Yes. And uh, you wrote your first book called? Parents and Coaches. Awesome, <laughs> correct. So today... We have you here on a multifunctional level, basically. We have you here as, you know, speakers, <laughs> as coaches and trainers, as the book author, and as entrepreneurs and investors. Yes. We love that word as an entrepreneur, of course. So, I mean, all these hats you're wearing, you know, give us a little bit about the idea of the business and how that all started. I mean, it's, it's amazing when you're looking at kids at an age of six, seven, and eight. I mean, how did you start this? What was happening? Well, it all came like my parents, they were developing an entrepreneurship program in Colombia. Mm -hmm. So they were talking about entrepreneurship and then we hear some stories of our parents' friend, like she had an employee and then she got fired and then she didn't know what else to do because she was in that company like for almost 20 years. Mm. So she never learned anything else to do. And then one day we were in our friend's house and she was doing like chocolates because she wanted to go out and she didn't want to ask money for the parents like to go out. And we were like, oh, please let us help you. We just want to eat the chocolate at the end. And she was like, okay, that's how I'm gonna pay you. Perfect, okay, it was a deal. Then when we came home, we talked to our parents and we were like, oh, today we had the opportunity to help our friend doing chocolate, she was gonna sell it. And then our parents started talking like, oh, we're um, developing this entrepreneurship program. You should see the opportunities that are around there. And then we were six, seven, and eight years old. So we were like, yeah, that would be really cool. But we never paid like super attention to that. But then after a while of all those stories and then all these experiences that we had, like we say, you know, entrepreneurship, chocolates, we like chocolates, everyone likes chocolates. This could be a good idea like to earn money and to also like have a good time with my sisters because we have always been like, since we are six, seven and eight, we have always been like in the same circle of friends and in the oh, same activities okay. and everything. Really cool. So it was like really nice to have like spend more time together and then also like develop a leadership. So we started our first company, Choco Car. It was like, <laughs> Yes, we're going to start. We have to look for information. So we went back to Vanessa, our friend, mm -hmm. and she explained everything about how to do chocolate, white chocolate, um, dark chocolate, everything. And then after that, we started selling like door by door in the building where we lived. And it was pretty awesome. Like whenever people say like, oh, today I don't really want chocolate. We were like, it's okay. We'll come back. And then <laughs> it was like a really nice experience like doing that. At the, at the beginning, it was like super scary. Like, oh, I'm going to knock a door. I don't know these people. I don't even know their name. But then after you, like, we did it and did it and did it, it was like it came, like, more natural. So what I feel amazing or see as an amazing thing about it is that you really live that entrepreneurship dream from, you know, a very young age up. And that was one of the things that we saw at the Kids Business Expo was that kids at a very young age, you know, eight, nine years old, had no fear. They wanted to start a business. They really wanted to do this. So how did you approach your parents about this? I mean, you know, if you're this young and you come to your parents and say, by the way, we want to start our chocolate business, how, how did that come across? I think they kind of approached us, and that was like the trick, because, you know, we came, they told us, you know, it would be really cool if you start a business, and we liked the idea. 
And once they saw that we really wanted to do that, they were like very supportive. So they were with us in all this process. They took us to, you know, take the chocolates, do the chocolates, everything. So they were very supportive in this process. And I think that was one of the key things that allowed us to be, you know, where we are right now. Okay, so we have three sisters who all are extremely involved in this. How did that relationship grow? over the years oh my goodness <laughs> that's a good question yeah. i think that was extremely extremely you know interesting having a family business is like one day you know you love each other the other day you're fighting and then you learn a lot from that like we got really really close because of the business and you learn so much that you com we complement each other. Like if you see right now our majors, I'm a finance major, Steph, she's a marketing major, and Karen, she's psychology and statistics. So we're very different. We all bring something different to the table. So I think that was really interesting. So everybody is balancing school, business, and life. How did you do that? Because that <laughs> was one of the key questions actually at Kids Business X School. The kids asking the entrepreneurs, how do you balance this? So what, what's your answer on that? I think when you're a kid, I think everything changes. But when you're a kid, everything is, it goes so smooth. Like that's one of the things that I think it's amazing of young entrepreneurship. You know, we weren't really worried about, you know, when you're an adult, like work this time, family this, that. When we were a kid, like it was just so smooth. Like we really didn't worry about it. We really didn't plan. Like I have to do this at this time. Then when we grew up, it's like, yeah, I have responsibilities. I have to t like manage my time. And then, you know, we had time. I'm going to work on my business this many hours a day. I'm going to do my homework this time. And then, you know, you start being more conscious about time. But when we like started at the very beginning, Everything was like so perfect. You didn't really have to worry about anything. But $15 is not going to get you a lot of milk and stuff to make <laughs> chocolate, right? So how did you manage that? I mean, I mean okay, so if we do some currency exchange right now. Okay. When we started, <laughs> it was actually 30,000 pesos. Okay. So that's how we started. We literally bought, you know, the main ingredients, the chocolate and the little sticks, the plastic bags. And, you know, we our first production was about, like, 50 chocolates. We literally sold them in, like, two hours. And we had our money back in two hours, which was, like, incredible. That was the hook. Like, I mean, I put in $15, and I have, like, double of what I put in in two hours. Like, this is pretty cool. This is really cool. So we went from thirty to $60,000. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Pace. I'm just kidding Colombian around Colombian pesos. <laughs> Colombian pesos. Now, fast forward. So you have done this. So then all of a sudden you decide to become an author. How is that going to work, Stephanie? Well, um, when we in 2009, like one of these people, one of these person that he invited us to talk to at a university, he was like, oh, we really think that you should like tell your story to more people. Like they should know what you're doing. So after being speakers, like we approached to a lot of people, but then we thought like mm, a book, it's a really like an interesting way to approach like internationally. So we started writing our book and then we thought that it was like super important to show like to the world how the parents in the life of their kids, it's like the most important key for them to get like to their goals. So that's why. This is really cool. Now, the last thing that I have heard about is a program that you are trying to accomplish, right? This mm -hmm. is called Neurolinguistic. Tell well, us about that. Okay, so Neurolinguistic program, Programming are a series of techniques that people use to program their mind in like in order to accomplish their goals. So there are different ter techniques like anchoring, like reflecting, and different techniques that we use throughout all our lives because my parent was a practitioner in this um, oh. neurolinguistic programming. So we were always raised in this, and then we became also practitioners. So we use these techniques in our speeches, in our conferences, and in our trainers. Like we teach the other people how to use these techniques in order for them to accomplish their goals and to set like um, real goals um, to accomplish. So what's the next thing? I mean, you have done all these wonderful things. You're teaching, you're educating kids, you're educating people, you're leading by example, your role models out there. What's your next big step? So, well, one of the things that they're com it's coming up next, we are going to launch our next book coming up this January. So that's something like we have on our way. And then we're also working in putting together an entrepreneurship kit 
to give to different countries. We're working with the United Nations Ooh. to bring that to more people, to like have a bigger, like a broader impact in more countries. So that's what we're working on right now. Well, just on that point, I've been in the global business environment for 20 plus years, so maybe we should brainstorm on that element too. And, nice. uh, you know, sort of put down the kids business radio show in january to talk about that all right nice. put on your calendar <laughs> because we love <laughs> to sure. have these type of entrepreneurs and programs we want to talk about it because really it's not just the u.s it's it's global and it's a global opportunity for all of us so how can someone reach you if they are now listening to this and they are right on they want you to come to this event speak and make presentations all right, so our email is info at parentsandcoaches.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Padres y Coaches. <laughs> it's going to be a little hard if you don't speak Spanish. So it's P-A-D-R-E-S-E Coaches. So that's our Facebook, but mainly through our website as well, www.parentsandcoaches.com. Perfect. And is there a phone number they can call you at? Yes. Yeah. So the phone number will be 404 Four eight eight nine five one nine. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This is exciting to see. Thank you for having us. Oh, absolutely. We'd love to have you again. So talking about international and entrepreneurship, uh, the next guest I have is Cesar Restrepo. I hope That's I right. said that correct. Mm -hmm. And he is from Colombia and one of the founders of Latino Entrepreneurs USA. And his background and education are in the arts. In 2012, his life took a change, an unexpected turn when he decided to pretty much risk everything and, as all of us, want to become an entrepreneur. And since then, his vision has been to integrate the fragment community of Latino entrepreneurs from Atlanta and beyond. Cesar has founded two companies since. That's amazing. One Voice Language Solutions, a company dedicated to interpretation and translation of documents in more than 80, 80 languages. Mm -hmm. His latest venture is Gourmet Wonders, an important company for distinguished gourmet supermarket chains, restaurants, chefs, etc. In January 2013, says alongside a group of innovators, decided to start a grassroots movement called Emprendedores Latinos USA, a nonprofit organization that seeks to inspire, educate, and connect Latina entrepreneurs. In addition to his business activities, Cesar enjoys singing, gardening, cuisine, and family, and I personally want to add photography because I saw <laughs> some photos on Facebook that were stunning. Really you, seriously stunning. So welcome to the show, Cesar. It's not your first role here, I know. Yeah, thank you, Derek. And I appreciate um, the invitation and also appreciate Pro Business Channel, the opportunity to to preach about Emprendedores Latinos USA. Super. And, um, you know, with all these hats that you're wearing, what drives you? Everybody is driven by something, but what drives you? Well, yes, that's a very good question. Um what really drives me is create opportunity for others. Uh, I know that most of the uh, entrepreneurs, uh, their main objective is profit. Of course, there's no, there's no business without a profit. Um, for others is uh, freedom. For others is um, more time with their families. But for me, it's actually to create opportunity for other people, especially those who have uh, disadvantages. And what we have talked about before you came on uh, this radio show and over the last couple of weeks and months is that, that your programs are really nonprofit. They are focusing on, on helping kids through, or entrepreneurs, sorry, through a nonprofit organization. So tell us about that. Yes. Um, by the time we, we launched our first company, which is One Voice Language Solutions, uh, we were looking in ways of connecting with other entrepreneurs. Uh, we're actually planning on doing a PR event just to uh, uh, provide information about our company. But then uh, we came up with the idea of doing a networking event with mm -hmm. different people who have recently started their own business. Right. And uh, the first meeting we had about 125 attendees, Ooh. and 
but then in the next day they start calling us and they start <laughs> asking us questions about how to open a business how can they grow their business how can they get education so that's when that's where we found that we there was a huge need uh, for a nonprofit grassroots organization to work with those who were work, uh, who were starting, who were on the uh, beginning steps of having a business. So over 120 people at a first event, that's just, I mean, flooring. And it's amazing that you were able to bring all these people together. So what was the goal of that program that very moment when everybody was in this room? Well, the goal, as I told you, it was it was just to have like networking event with um, uh, new businesses. Uh, everything was focused on having a, a Latino business owners in that room, but we didn't know we were going to have such an uh, an impact. And um, which, uh, as I told you, next next day we, they start calling us and they start asking all, all these questions, <laughs> and we were kind of on, on the same boat as them. Uh, and that's when we decided just to put a team together and uh, start our nonprofit organization. Super. And uh, so let's talk future. You know, where where do you want to be with this organization in let's say 2020? Well, in 2020, we want to be in um, pretty much. Every city uh, in the United States, mm. and we are working on launching this year and next year um, a digital platform. It's more, mostly like an educational platform where we, you can, anybody, no matter where they are, they can get a, uh, information uh, that is very relevant to uh, when it comes to open a business. And, you know, I've been at a lot of schools over the last probably about 16 to 18 months. Uh, since I started Kids Business Expo, I've been in high schools, I've been in middle schools, I've talked, and you know, our next step and it's already prepared and it's ready to go into the uh, elementary school level. So, you know, the young entrepreneurs are out there and how, how is that possible for you to integrate more young entrepreneurs into your program? That's a very good question, and that's something that we're working uh, lately on, uh, on figuring out how we can cope with the growth of the um, Latino uh, student body here in the United States, especially here in the Southeast. And one of the things that I see very key is the fact that they need to be inspired. Mm -hmm. And after being inspired, they need to get education, and consequently, they need to get connections. So one of the things that we're going to be doing a lot this year and coming in 2016 as well is we're going to be visiting uh, some high schoolers, high schools, and promoting uh, just uh, our program of entrepreneurship, and just just kind of like talk to them at the same level. You know, like I'm an immigrant. Uh, um, I arrived here when I was 18 years old. I was in the same position as they are. So I'm pretty sure I can relate to them and they can relate to me. So um, our goal is to just share experiences because I found out through the, throughout these three years that we have uh, had Emprendedores Latinos USA is that people listen to you most more uh, with more attention when you talk to them at experience level. Yeah. Exactly. That's very important. Yeah, I, I had the same experience when I was at a, at a high school uh, in Gwinnett. And, you know, I was in a classroom and there was a large percentage was actually of, of you know, immigrants. Mm -hmm. And I told them, I said, you know, it's very easy because I see myself as an immigrant. I came here in 1995 from Germany. So I, I feel that you can relate much better to a group when you are in the same shoes as they are in, you know, mm -hmm. and I had to overcome similar obstacles like they do today and had in the past. So I can really see that happening. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a great thing that you are reaching out to students that are in a, in a position where they really want to do something, but they don't necessarily have the network or they don't have the, the means to reach out mm -hmm. and, and do this. So, um, how can people reach out to you? I mean, this is such a great program, so widespread and, and such a impact in the communities. How can they reach you? Well, yes, uh, we're very active on uh, social media, so you can <laughs> find us on <laughs> on Twitter at Emprendedor USA, E-M-P-R-E-N-D-E, 
and lost. Hold on again. <laughs> start again. Start again. That's fine. Emprendedor USA. E M P R E N D E D O R USA. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Emprendedores Latinos USA. We have a website. Uh, it's that's www.emprendedoreslatinosusa.com. We also have a very good blog. Uh, it's in, it's all in Spanish, but it's very interesting. The stories that you hear there, you will see there is www.emprendedoreslatinos.org. One of the things that I feel, and we, I would really like to keep, you know, this in for our discussion in a little bit, is the means and the needs of social media. I think we all need to talk about this because this seems to me, at least from my perspective as a business owner myself. Um, you know, this is the great platform for all of us to communicate and get the word out. It doesn't matter if you're on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram or whatever it is. <clears throat> and, um, and my daughter tells me all the time that I need to be much more active on Instagram. Uh, I will do my best uh, to do this. And, you know, I will probably also talk about the other platform that I just recently have discovered. But um, the beauty of this, of live radio, is really that we can reach out to so many people all around the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great thing. So make sure that you use this very wisely when you are done and have access to the photos and to the to radio programs. So you talked about education, and the next guest I have here is a returning guest. Joshua Ford is <coughs> back, yay, from McEachern High School in Cobb County. And uh, Joshua is the one of the assistant principals over at McEachern, and, um, you know, he serves as one of the facilitators of the Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy, along with Dr. Alvin Thomas, who is also an administrator. So shout out to my teacher and all the teachers out there. Um, there's also Reginald Hearns, who is a school counselor and a youth pastor, Jason Jordan, at the McEachern United Methodist Church. So shout out to all of these folks. The Leader Academy is a student-led organization that consists of 40 McEachern and high school students that lead monthly leader labs and organize community impact projects. So welcome back to the show. Great to have you back. And uh, let's jump right in and talk about this Leader Academy and how it has grown over the last about three years. Uh, first, I want to thank you, Dirk. You're uh, a wonderful friend, and I consider <laughs> you a great friend. Well, thank and you. With our growing working relationship and to be honest with you I don't think that our leader academy would be at the point it is without the help of you well, and your volunteering your time that. and you know I know our students appreciate it but it has grown tremendously and I was looking at the numbers the other day when we started the program in 2013 and 14 we had roughly I think it was 12 committed students to the program wow. um, you know in 2014-15 of last year we had um, think about 22 committed students this year we've got 40 committed students this year to the program that show up on a daily basis through our monthly leader labs that you know Jerry who is with me was one of our leaders and she'll discuss that as far as how that's ran but um, it's growing tremendously and just the networking that is developing you know as Cesar was talking about you know promoting the program of entrepreneurship through inspiring educating and um, making connections Addo is the founder of the Leader Academy, and that's the Latin word for inspire. That is our goal. That is what we do. Um, you know, the second thing is educate through our monthly labs. And I think the educational piece is so important to develop leaders because I don't believe that leaders are, are born. I believe leaders are, you know, you, you can teach people to lead. You can get, teach them those skills, um, you know, and I think that's a myth. You know, that you either got it or you don't. Yes, you have certain strengths, you have certain weaknesses, but when it comes to leadership, you can learn to lead effectively. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and then the connection piece is something that I have truly uh, really enjoyed with this program with the business leaders out there. And, you know, just listening to Cesar and Stephanie and Daniela, just the opportunity to meet them today and hopefully continue you know, to invite them to some of the events we have for them to network their programs, their books. Um, and that's really where we're at. And it's unbelievable just to be here. I'm, I'm just blessed that we're here having this opportunity. 
what we really want to connect, and you know, Rich and I have worked on this, and Rich is a great networker and connector. He he puts people together, and I think all of us as a as a business community, we we need we really need to reach out to to the schools. And I always say that you know, entrepreneurship doesn't really have an age. It can be eight or eighty; it doesn't matter. There is no age limit on it. And I think that we all need to spend more time reaching out to schools like McEachern and other schools to really get involved and help because that's what it's all about. So um, it's great to have you here, and I know that you have a lot of heart into this. So, so tell me about the community impact projects. <clears throat> um, so right now, you know, we are doing our big thank you project, which is we're in the works, and um, Jerry will touch on that. We're also... We've got a Do Good December project that we'll be working on in November, and um, we've got the big career fair event coming up in March, which, um, you know, to get into that, uh, that you're heavily involved with, and we have, you know, a meeting with um, West Cobb Business Association at the end of uh, the month, yeah. and, you know, based on the success of last year and learning from going through it, and, you know, when you and I collaborated and, uh, you know, came up with ideas for the career fair, uh, really excited about that, you know, having the resume workshop leading into the um, interview workshop and then finally the networking workshop okay. and um, having an opportunity with business leaders to get up and actually uh, give their knowledge to our students. As you recall, last year, we had standing room only when you were there talking about giving kids their effective 60 second pitch. And I think going back to what Cesar said, when students hear from successful individuals it is much more impactful and they're engaged right and that's where that you know connection is planting that seed and then the light bulb coming on and saying as because i believe exactly what you say that there is no age limit jerry and other student leaders email me with ideas for the leader labs that i could never have came up with and it's unbelievable you know just the creativity and really what's going on and it's just giving them the opportunities to you know exploit their skills and allow them to facilitate as opposed to us all the time now you have put that teaser out and i need to take you up on that you're talking about the career fair so tell me about that because i know that a lot of educators are listening and i know that a lot of uh, businesses are listening and i really want to take that time to for you to pitch this to to tell us what this is all about and how can someone become involved actively involved in this and how they can reach you um, you can reach me at my email which is joshua.ford at cob k12 mm-hmm. um, it's on the cob county website right. it's on the mckeetron website and um, we're really going to start uh advertising and marketing the career fair shortly it was really i think we came up where we're going to market it in january mm-hmm. about six you know it was about eight weeks before right. the event on exactly. march 10th yeah so the, the event is actually on march 10th and we're going to have um from four to uh, five it's going to be a career power hour where right. we'll have the kids register and we'll have a panel which you'll have a couple of keynote speakers to create a warm-up for a networking experience to get them engaged asking questions and answers why the businesses are in another part of the facility and then we'll go from there to the facility where they go out and they just go through the tables and experience that but as far as getting involved reach out to me um, I'm, you know, we're creating through our leader academy, you know, a, a board that's going to be planning for that. And um, so, so the community in the schools, we need to melt them together from my point of view. And I know that the West Cobb Business Association, and I want to do a shout out to all the business associations here in the United States and overseas, uh, because they are involved. They do leaderships. They help. They, you know, make donations. They do financial support. So there's a lot of things going on, but. We need to melt the community and the schools together, and they need to work together. What's your, what's your feedback from the first career fair that you had? Beyond my expectations. Okay. It really was, it, it hit me, you know, straight into the heart <laughs> of how involved, you know, individuals outside of the school building want to be a part of with right. what the students are doing because the focus is the students. Absolutely. And, you know, people have a heart for that. People want to help. The businesses want to help because 
as successful as successful as our schools are as successful as the businesses. And that relationship is vital. And, Absolutely. you know, I'm fortunate to have a principal, Miss Montgomery, to let me go and speak to these business associations in the mornings and during lunches. So getting out there and just, you know, having conversations and following up with each other, mm-hmm. I think that's important because, you know, as, you know, day to day, we get caught up in the everyday of, you know, our family, work. But to be able to be intentional with those relationships is where you build that foundation. And from there, I mean, it's just, it, it grows rapidly. Now, you have limited space, right, at this career fair. It's not like you have 100 tables. So people should really start contacting you ASAP in order to get a spot as one of the businesses. Is that correct? Yes. And um, we've got, you know, a database of the businesses that showed up last year. So we'll get that information set out through a, um, you know, a Google Docs to mm-hmm. have them reply and, you know, what if they need electricity, um, if they need certain lighting, you know, we'll accommodate the businesses with, with whatever needs they have. And, um, you know, we'll be in the process of getting that out. Um, and I don't have all the answers right now right. as far as that, but that's something that we're collecting our thoughts and putting our ideas together to, to really get it out, to get it organized and developed. But one of the things that I believe is important for, for, for people to know out there, it's not just a West Cobb thing, right? So no. if somebody is from uh, south of uh, the airport and they are focusing on this, they definitely can join you on this. Is that Absolutely. Right? And I've actually networked here in the last few months, and I'm hoping that Cesar is going to open his date on March 10th, as well as Daniela and Stephanie, definitely. to join. And um, I, I met with loud security yesterday oh john yeah mm-hmm. well not john but one of the other associates okay. but right. he's tied to john which yeah. you are as well yeah, and of course. um you know they're interested in it as well so you know i think the more we get it out there the mm-hmm. more people want to be involved and in- slowly yeah that was one of the things when i started kids business expo which was really sort of uh born on the way to school one morning with my daughter in the car uh, we sort of came up with that concept, and I had no idea how fast this was going. I was counting on about 300. That was my hope at the beginning, and you know, then I had to redo my numbers, and it was 500, and then it was 600, and all of a sudden we had over a thousand people registered. Unfortunately, the weather gods up in the northeast were not very happy with me, so uh, the weather up there stopped about 150 to 200 people coming down here. Um, but you know, the growing interest in events like yours is really what drives this and you know businesses really need to pay attention to this so i encourage everybody to really reach out to you joshua and 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 get involved because that's what when we as business leaders are interviewing people today or tomorrow or next year uh, we're all criticizing the fact that they're not prepared and you are preparing them with a three-step process is that correct that is correct tell me about that um as far as the resume, Correct, interviewing, exactly, networking. Yeah. Um, and I learned that from you, so you oh. educated me on that process. <laughs> so let's get that clear. Uh, but on, uh, I actually have the dates that we're doing it in February. Um, I think it's the uh, first one is February uh, 4th. All right. And we're going to have the, we're going to start with the resume workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very similar to the one you led last year, the three workshops you did. And just, you know, g- getting that process down as far as, how to, you know, set yourself aside from everybody else um, through your resume and properly prepare it and present it. Um, and then the second workshop is the interview workshop, right. which is, which goes along with the effective 60-second pitch that, um, that you preach on and that I think was the most impactful part of what you did last year with those kids because – you know, that's the moment that you have an opportunity for, for whoever you're speaking to to say, there's something different about this person. I'm mm-hmm. interested in, right. you know, what they have to offer. Absolutely. And then finally, the networking piece, which, um, you know, as you know, guys like Pete Kang with Red Local, I mean, in social media with Evernote and what he's doing, yeah. there's so many people out there with strengths that can help give us, you know, our exactly. students these their knowledge and so that's kind of the piece and you know the cool thing about it is is that we're giving a real life experience where if you don't come to the resume workshop you're not going to be invited to the second one you have to come to each one you know consecutively right to be able to go to the next and finally after that we have talked about 
you know, putting some names in a hat and... <laughs> Uh, if you come to all three, the uh, resume interview and the network workshop, Dirk's going to invite a student onto the show. That's correct. Well, actually, you know, the thing about it is when I, when I listen to you, Josh, about your involvement in the community and with the school, you know, tell me, give me the 30-second pitch on your passion as an educator. My passion as an educator, <laughs> this is, yeah. yeah. 30 seconds? That's all I yeah. have? Okay. Um, I'm in the people business. What drives me is the people, the, the relationships, the opportunities to create for others. And there's no personal agenda behind it. You know, it's, and that's the one thing about our Leader Academy and why I love it so much is because we're doing things for other people. And I don't, we're not expecting anything in return. You know, and that to me is a fulfilling, you know, feeling that you can't really explain until you feel it. And you know, hopefully that we create these opportunities for students to experience that and, you know, to see how impactful it is for other people. You know, and y your journey will take course as it should. Um, and I think it's just about other people, really. It's, you know, and that's what I love about it. It's about people and what can I do for you and help you out to make you successful. Yeah, we all need to be givers. I think that's very important that we understand that. No, and what I see is that you have leaders out there, and we're very, very fortunate to have one of these leaders here today. So versus me giving the intro, I'll pass that on to you. Why don't you introduce uh, Jerry? Um, well, who's sitting to the right of me is pretty much <laughs> the heart and soul of the program. And, you know, when you uh, opened up the opportunity for her to come, I said right away, you know, about four students came to mind. And I, I asked, I said to myself, well, who's going to respond in, immediately? Jerry Simmons. I know. And she checks her email, and she responded. And, you know, she actually sent me an email previously about an idea she had for our next leader lab. And I'm like, perfect, let's run with it. But this is Jerry Simmons, and she's a vice president of the student body. She's, you know, she facilitates our leader labs. She's involved in all the student, uh, you know, projects and activities we do and she's the brains behind everything that works at McEachern High School. So Jerry welcome to the show it's great to have you here. Hi thank it's you. It's great to uh, know that you know what Joshua does reaches actually the students and makes such a big difference so knowing that you're so so very involved with this uh, Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy and, and, a, and a shout out to Chick-fil-A because they are doing so many awesome projects around here they're one of the leaders uh, in so many different ways, and I had the privilege and honor to uh, meet them and work with them. And so tell me about your first year uh, in this Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy. Well, my first year, I really did it just to come out of my shell because I was really shy and talking in front of people was really hard. My voice would get shaky like right now. Oh, it's not. And, You're fine. Um, you have your mom here, you know. Shout out to all the parents that they're bringing their kids to events like this. This is awesome. Thank you for having her here. Thank you. But um, it was just for me to come out of my shell and like just meeting Mr. Ford, he was so passionate and I had that same thing in me. And he, I remember the first meeting he said, if your heart is beating really fast, that means you really need to say something. <laughs> and I remember I my like heart that one. <laughs> was going so fast. I was just like, okay, I have to say something, I have to say something. <laughs> so when I just started talking, things would just come out and it would sound so correct. And it felt so right to actually hear my voice being heard. Cause I'm so used to kind of sitting back and like not saying anything, but to be that person to come out and, you know, say what I have to say and get people's attention, that was just amazing to me. So my first year was just like eye-opening. Everything was new to me. It was just like being in a whole new world. You know what I mean? Just I, like I feel that because I can see it yeah. in so many students and I can see it in you right now. We're not yeah. a camera. We're on radio. Yeah. So it's a little <laughs> bit hard to, to send that message out. But I can tell, you know, the confidence and, and the passion that you have in that program. So... You know, how does the Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy leave its mark in the community? What is it that, you know, how is the how is this community impact? Like Mr. Ford was talking about, all of our impact projects. Um, our biggest one, I would say, would be the TAP Middle School Mentorship Program that mm -hmm. we started. Um, we did it last year, and we went to TAP Middle School, and we just basically taught the kids, you know, how to be a leader and how to, you know, 
step out of your shell and be different and be okay with being different. And it's not a bad thing to be that leader who says, okay, let's do this and just not sit back and stick to conformity. You know what I mean? And we did that. And just to see the kids, you know, step out of their shell and actually grow with us within, you know, those few sessions that we had was amazing. And that's our biggest way. And then even now that they're ninth graders, some of them came from TAP and they're like, you know, I was there. I was one of those people that you mentored. And just to see that and that they're in CFA with us, that's just amazing. So the next thing, the next step is going into elementary schools, right? We need to reach out to them. We need to do this because what I see is if we, if you as a student can reach out to middle and to elementary, think about the impact you can make over so many years of education when you pull them in. So maybe that's something to put on your agenda. Definitely. (laughs) Great. Cool. Um, So what's the, you know, what's the Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy slogan or the motto and what does it mean to you personally as well as to your fellow students? Uh, The motto is impact through action and basically what that mean is what it means is you know don't just let your words be there have something to back it up have that action behind it to you know you know you're gonna say oh I'll do this I'll do this do something you know don't just sit there and say it and try to wait and let it happen you know (laughs) just like how I know I hound Mr. Ford with emails all the time. Like, <laughs> let's, do let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And we do it. And that's impacting through action. And just the little tiny things that we do in the engagement activities, ideas that we put together, it makes the kids so involved. And just to see them, you know, n- you know, not be in a desk and just learn. They're actually out doing something. And they see a difference. And they understand what a servant leader is and what a servant leader isn't. Just to do those little things, just impacting them, makes them want to impact other people through their actions as well. Okay, so to the audience uh, listening in, so there was Jerry about three minutes, four minutes ago, sitting on that chair, looking at me like, all right, you know, is it really me? You know, is it me coming up next? And and then is this like click coming up, and here comes that story out of you that really shows me what a leadership academy can do. So... How, I mean, I've seen it, I've listened to you, and I can see how it changed, but I want you to tell us how that has changed and what impact that has made. Um, personally, it impacted me a lot because, like I said, I used to be shy. I didn't want to come out of my show. I loved my show. It was comfy. It was warm. You know, it was just for me. <laughs> but, you know, stepping out of it, it really changed me because, like Mr. Ford said, I'm vice president of the student body. I would have never gotten that spot without CFA. I'm now connected with what's called future leaders, and that's due to CFA. All of these little steps that I took in order to become this person has helped me, you know, become a leader. And to say that I'm a leader and confidently say it without, you know, remorse or anything, you know. And it just impacted me, like, when talking to people. I can look somebody in the eye. I don't just look down. You know, little things like that people notice, and they're like, okay, she she's confident she knows what she's talking about and i don't mind being confident and you know talking to people about what i feel and my opinions so to any of you that are listening and you feel like you know you can't say your opinion you can cuz your opinion matters everybody's opinion matters no matter how old you are like everyone has said age is not a factor you know 8 to 80 like mr dirk said it doesn't matter so just you know, be you and be the leader that you can be. Like Mr. Ford said, it's not like you're born with it. You can learn it. And I learned it personally. I learned to be a leader. So so yeah. we're bringing together. So, so how can someone who gets, who wants to get involved in a school with an academy like that, Chick-fil-A Academy, what is your recommendation for them to get involved? I would say just to take that step and apply. That's what I did. I was like, I'm not going to tell any of my friends because if I don't get in and they get in, I'm just going to be like, why? But that's what I did. I just took that step and, you know, jumped like a metaphor, I guess you could say. I jumped and I landed safely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just take that step and don't be afraid to take it because if you are, you know, you'll never see what you can do. And even if you felt you still learned, you still learned how to better yourself and how to come back stronger. So that's all I can really say. Just So try. I see a mother sitting back there in the corner, like listening, <laughs> amazed what her daughter says on, on you know, world oh radio. 
So again, a shout out to all the parents that are helping their children in so many different ways. And I want to bring together everybody here for the next couple of minutes and sort of talk about what we all can do to change uh, people around us in the communities and what can we do through entrepreneurship. And there was a reason behind having this type of setting here because I think that it's important and critical that we have a, a wide spectrum. We have, you know, our, our entrepreneurs who started something big and who are moving from six, seven, eight-year-old uh, chocolate makers to real entrepreneurs publishing books and speaking and sharing their vision and their dreams and their, their past, and that's great. And then we have um, the leadership uh, people here with Cesar in the community that are reaching out to, to specific groups uh, because we all feel that we need to be much more open. And we have Joshua here who is already in the education. So, sh you know, jump in, just share that. And one of the things that I want to encourage everybody is uh, use social media proactively. Really do this because that's your cheapest way of reaching out to the world. Uh, you know, get a, an account and just share your passion. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be a business. It can be a social entrepreneurship idea or whatever it is. But be out there and communicate because people want to learn about what you have to say. So I really want to just open the floor, if you want to call it that way, and just jump in. Um, you know, Cesar... Tell us how you can see a future in working with Joshua here. I mean, these are two entities, full powerhouse, you know, education and entrepreneurship in such a strong way. Well, um, I see a lot of opportunities, especially working with educators, the, one, the ones who are like all the time um, with the students and that can really make a direct impact on them. And uh, we just need to create like programs that will like inspire these kids and also that will like help them to get the type of education that an entrepreneur needs, especially a young entrepreneur. So I see a lot, a lot of potential right here in this room, actually. Well, this full room is full of potential. Yes, I mean, this definitely. is like it's uh, the roof is still on, I, I promise you. <laughs> so we haven't blown that off yet. But, um, you know, if we have a you know, three experienced sisters, very successful. What is your story and your message over to Jerry, who is starting and get involved in, in the Leadership Academy? What would be your, your encouragement out there? Well, I'm really impressed when I hear you talking because I get back in the days when I was six, seven, like when I was not, when we were, <laughs> <laughs> when we were six, seven, and eight years old. And it was like super hard to mm -hmm. get on a stage being six years old mm -hmm. in a university telling people of 22 years old, like, oh, yeah, this is what you have to do and just follow yeah. your dreams yeah. and follow your passions. It was really hard. But then, like, working on entrepreneurship, like, gave us all this confidence to really feel it. Like, we had a dream, and that's what we wanted to do. Like, we wanted to encourage other people to follow their dreams, so we had to believe in it. Like, yeah. we believe in our dreams, and then we pursue them and then that's what we do today. Like we go to speak to schools and then we talk to people and students like you and us mm -hmm. and tell them like, you know, it's better when it, you start early because we don't have like all that financial responsibilities. We mm -hmm. don't have many obligations. Like we just have like all there a world for us like to discover and start working on it. And then of course also like the parents, like you were talking and I was looking at her and I just remember like my parent, like my parents back in <coughs> Colombia, mm -hmm. like to every single conference, to every single fair, to every single school that we went, they were there with mm -hmm. us. Right. Like when I was on stage and I saw the crowd, the only thing that I saw like back there was my dad looking at me and that like gave me confidence to keep mm -hmm. going. Like if they weren't not there, it was like super hard. I was yeah. gonna do six years old, take a cab, go to a conference. It wasn't yeah. like that. <laughs> so they, they were really like a, a main point of support in our lives. And I think like parents, school, and students together will like drastically change our future. There was one thing at Kids Business Expo this year that I think even I was absolutely not expecting, and that was uh, the keynote presentation by Marcus Limanis. And, uh, you know, we were very, very fortunate to have him there as the keynote speaker for our event. But he did one thing that I think nobody was expecting in that audience of 700 plus people attending that keynote. And that was when he all of a sudden said, 
Okay, so who in this room is an entrepreneur? And the hands were flying up. Nobody was, no, you know, knew what was coming. <laughs> and and all of a sudden, Marcus says, "Well, come up front and give me your pitch." Wow, it was amazing. I was there. Yeah. It was oh, you guys were there. Yeah. So impressive. all of a sudden, you know, these young entrepreneurs of all ages had that opportunity of a lifetime. To be honest, you know, to get wow. up there in front of him and pitch. And he was not shy to give them feedback, which was awesome because that's what people want. You know, they want feedback. They want honest feedback. And so, you know, again, a shout out to Marcus Lemonis, who um, yes. had a major impact on all of us there, including me um, and Kalen, of course, uh, who had, had the opportunity to spend some time with him. Um, so one of the things that I believe we all need to do is we need to step away from being shy Right, Jerry? Yeah. yeah. That's correct. <laughs> and we need to teach people how to advance and just take the opportunity and learn how to do a resume and how to interview correctly and how to get the network out there. Um, one of the things I always say with a smile is if you want to really do a sales pitch, cut the photo of your most famous person out, put it on your mirror, on your, on your shrunk, and talk to him or her. You know, mm -hmm. Learn how to network and how to do the sales pitch. So if we have all of this, what are your last-minute thoughts about entrepreneurship? Because we're getting sort of towards the end of this, and I want everybody to sort of give me a final thought. So why don't we start with... Stephanie. That's right. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so I would say, like, I was actually talking to some students in my university that today there's an unemployment crisis, like for youth, like people are graduating from school and they are looking for jobs that actually do not exist. Mm. So I think that entrepreneurship is the best idea and the best path for people like to overcome the fear of the unexpected and to go there and take action to accomplish their goals and create jo those jobs that do not exist. So entrepreneurship is the best way to create like young entrepreneurs, job creators, rather than job seekers. Mm. That's, so I that's love that. Wow. So Daniela, it's up to you. <laughs> I would say I wanted to add a little bit to what you were saying about not being shy. I think it's really getting out of your comfort zone. And I think we've heard that so many times, but it's really so powerful when you are comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like all <laughs> the magic that. happens there. Like when you go out of where you're used to, that's when things start happening. And Cesar, from, a, from an entrepreneur... Uh, I don't to have the anything rest. else to say after <laughs> a year into that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, well, I stick to what I said before. It's, um, it's about creating opportunity. And uh, one of the things that happened to me in this trip, uh, I have a six-year-old, and he's very aware of what's going on around his, of his surrounding, surroundings. And we, while we were there, there was this kid who was selling gum, and he was like five or oh, four or five years old. I mean... And my son started asking him questions. Why are you selling this? Why are you working? Why are you not to school? And so this kid told him that it was because he, he didn't have money to go. His parents didn't have money to go to school. So that really struck a chord on him. Mm. And he started like thinking about ways of helping them. So one of the things that I talked to him is that we're going to uh, start creating business, that we need to create business to give other opportunities. Awesome. So, yes, when you when somebody talked to me about entrepreneurship, um, I'm not only see profit, not only see freedom, but I see opportunity. Perfect. That's awesome. Uh, ladies first, Jerry. Okay. Uh, I would have to just agree with Daniela, right? Okay, I just want to make sure. But, um, yeah, I would have to agree with you. You know, just step out of your, out of your comfort zone and, you know, just be you bring your personality bring your passion more than anything and don't just say you know all of your accolades because at the end of the day what is that without passion you know what i mean what is that without like the love that you want you know the love that you have for what you're doing and yeah just keep making opportunities for yourself and other people joshua go for it um i think <clears throat> inspire educate and connect and i think providing those opportunities for others will allow, you know, not only others, but yourself to broaden where you are in the stage of life you're in. And that, you know, I think is just experiences that make us better fathers, sons, daughters, wives, people, 
and it'll change the world. And I think entrepreneurship, youth entrepreneurship can, can do that. Well, I think with all the words that we you know, heard you in the last about three minutes, um, there's nothing I want to add to it other than thanking everybody for being here today for this radio show. It was extremely interesting. Um, thank you for spending the Saturday here with me in the studio um, at Pro Business Channel. Uh, it, it's awesome that we have an opportunity to have so many different uh, people in the radio. We started in March, and today is you know, September, and we will continue to be out in the air in so many different ways. And we want to have you know, people involved and tell us their stories because it's so important. And you know, we have the opportunity and the privilege to use a radio show to share that, and I want to continue to have that. So to all of you out there, if you have an idea or if you have a, someone that you want to be on this radio show, make sure that you contact us, and you can do this by calling 404-735-5646. Our website is kidsbusinessradio.com. and the top right corner of the website, you will see a red little button, and you push that, and you will come over to the calendar, and you can book uh, your participation in the radio show right then and there. Uh, just answer a few questions, give us you know some ideas about yourself, and we really feel that this is our way of reaching out to the community. There are so many businesses out there that can actively participate in educating and making a difference. And I really want to thank everybody again for being here. Um, if you want to learn more about us, uh, visit the website, uh, see us on Facebook. And book, uh, make, you know, calendar entry, uh, October 15, 2016, Kids Business Expo is going to happen again at the gallery here in Atlanta. And thank you again for being here. Uh, contact us and be in touch. Thank you again for joining Dirk Ebner and his guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Kids Business Radio.